Good evening, my children. Uh, as you know, uh, we are here, we are gathered here today to celebrate the life of Mario Mario, who was taken from us way too early yesterday. Um, and we are going to hold a, a funeral uh, to commemorate his passing. Uh, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, there appears to be crying in the background. Um, I can't really hear the crying. It's a, a, there it is. Okay, yeah, now I hear it. Um, so to begin our uh, to begin our service, we I'm going to read uh, two passages. Uh, one from uh, the first reading will be from the book of Yoshi. I know it's very sad. The, all right, a reading from the book of Yoshi, please. This is this is a funeral. Let's have some let's have some respect for the dead. The stars of the seven are in the hand of Gino, and no smithy shall touch them. And their passing away was though a game over, and their going forth from us utter destruction. For if before Goombas indeed they be stomped, yet is their hope full of extra lives, because Gino tried them and found them worthy of peach. And as annoying offerings he took them to himself, in the time of their visitation they shall shine. They shall judge mushroom kingdoms and rule over toads, and Gino shall be their king forever. And the faithful shall abide with him in fire flowers, because grace and mallow are with his holy ones. Our last reading is from Psalm 64, and then we have some eulogies from our, uh, our funeral goers here. Psalm 64. He make me lie down at Donut Hills. He lead me beside Delfino Bay. He lead me in secret warp pipes. Even though I hop through the valley of the kingdom of Bowser, I will fear no game over. Thy fire flower, thy puppet hands, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my Koopas. My one-up overflows. Surely goodness and Yoshi shall follow me. Mamma Mia. <laughs> I know, I, it's very emotional time for everybody, I know. Do we have, um, do we have uh, a, 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 a eulogy that somebody would like to, to deliver for our, our fallen hero, uh, Mario? Uh, Finn, please, by all means, my son. Oh, Mario, Mario. You have been with me through lands and worlds and galaxies and odysseys. A steadfast friend through all of life's ups and downs. And you will always remind us that that which does not kill us makes us smaller. Much like my heart is now smaller with your absence in it. Thank you for all of the good times. And I believe I speak for everyone when I say Wahoo. Wahoo what? indeed, Mario. Yahoo indeed, my son. Yahoo. Katie, would you like to deliver a eulogy for, for our, our plumber friend who is no longer I, with I, us? I, I, I need a moment. I, somebody else is going to have to... I, I just need a moment to collect myself. I would like to point out, uh, uh, Justin, my son... Why do you not wear black and mourn with the rest of us? I, um, I'm, I'm a representative of the monarchy. Princess Peach is very, very stringent about, you know, what we wear and the dress code. And I do not want to be joining Mario on this day. 
I, I'm just here to make sure he's actually dead. My son, I will simply point out to you that this is a house of Gino uh, and the seven stars. And uh, of course, normally I would normally I would damn you to eternity for such for such blatant disrespect. But since you are representative of our dear Princess Peach, I will overlook your impertinence. You know what? I really do appreciate that we are in the house of Gino because much like other religions, we fervently await his second coming. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany, would you like to say something? Uh, A eulogy, perhaps? Or do you just not give a shit? Um, I think I speak for everybody when I say that even if Mario is gone, he lives on in our hearts. And at least the best character out of the Mario series, Princess Peach, is she's still here. She's still with us. And because of that, hold on. Hold on. Wait, what? And she will have me executed if I do not wear pink. I have my Princess Peach crown. Oh, look at that. That's very nice. That's fantastic. I'm going to try to get it to stay. That's okay. Yeah, that, I don't think it will. I don't think it will either. I don't think it will. We're gonna we're, I'd like just just go. I'm gonna keep it for as long as I can. Do we have any more eulogies for our fallen plumber? I'd like to. I'd like to speak a word. K- Katie, um, Katie, please, please. I know that John. Um, John actually contacted me prior to the service and asked if I wanted to speak about our dear friend. Um, And I thought about, you know, writing something and, you know, making a whole sort of script that I wanted to read off of. But I I think that that's not as genuine. It's just, you know, speaking from the heart. Um, I like to be organic. And so everything that I'm going to say, it's just just straight from the heart and how I feel. Um, I grew up with him. Um, I know that I may be younger than... Some of the other folks here, but, um, hey. you know, being such a... I'm sorry, John. I'm, I just... <laughs> give me a second. I... You know, I, I he was such an integral part of my childhood, and he taught me so much about success and, and failure and how even when you... Even when you fail and even when you don't reach your goal, it is always important to try until you run out of lives and get a game over. Very well said. He also taught me to persevere amongst all of life's obstacles, whether it's financial hardship, not having enough coins, or thwomps. And he gave me one of the greatest gifts of my life, which was the sheer happiness that Super Mario Sunshine brought me. That was my favorite Mario game of all times. I know that people love, you know, Super Mario Brothers 2 or Super Mario 64. I know that those are everybody's, that's the crowd favorite, but here we need to acknowledge how big of an impact that Super Mario Sunshine had on just gaming as a whole. And I think that's 
that's very important and i i am just sending so much of my love to luigi and the rest of the italians and italian plumbers out there and i hope that there is nobody like bowser reveling in the loss of mario and i just we're gonna miss you buddy we're gonna miss you that was beautiful katie that was beautiful. That was amazing. And I, I, I know that wherever he's at, up there in that extra world in the sky, you know, after you climb the vine, um, he's looking down and smiling on all of us right now. Uh, and, um, you know, as the uh, as the, the head of this congregation tonight, I just want to thank everybody uh, for, for attending uh, and... Um, God damn, this priest outfit is really hot, by the way. Like, it's like, and I don't mean that like in a sexy way. Like, I'm sweating my ass. Okay, I was going to say. Like, this, no, 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 this thing. Like, goddamn, I'm a bad bitch. No, this, no, this, (laughs) this thing is so, this thing is very, very warm. Um, but but it's the warmth. I feel like it's a metaphor for the warmth and, uh, of, you know, from all the love that we all feel, uh, towards, uh, towards, you know, the mushroom kingdom right now. I will say that I think Luigi probably fucking killed him. I mean, let's be honest. Wow. Like, it was, like, it was Gooigi. Was it Gooigi? Was it Gooigi that killed him? I could, I could absolutely see Gooigi doing something like that. I would not put it past him taking it from somebody that played the latest Luigi's Mansion. I, yeah, that's I would be willing to venture, and I really hope that the authorities, the proper authorities, take the investigation into their hands. The, the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, Who would uh, investigate this? toads no uh detective pikachu <laughs> what it's all part of the nintendo shared universe man ah uh, no captain toads doing you're not his fucking lying you're not you, you know you know you, uh, captain, captain toad Captain toad is doing his own investigation it is possible that it is possible that captain toad is is heading up the investigation anybody anyway welcome to sdgc everyone it's thursday night uh april fool's day of course mario we weren't joking though mario is actually dead he's he's not coming back he died um and we have a by the way after can that we, wait, can we get some clarification why we actually did this because just so people listening are like what the f- <laughs> because it was okay fine so, fine so it was the running meme that mario had died because they pulled some of his games off the eShop, and and we thought what better way to honor his memory than to hold a uh an incredibly serious uh funeral. wait they pulled all his games off the eShop? they pulled like three of them. The, there's three of them the 3d the all-stars collection game. yeah what, no, oh i thought no don't was forget it the anniversary yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah. the anniversary game yeah because it was mario's 35th anniversary so they pulled the right. mario all-star 3d all-stars collection and mario 35 off of the uh off of the eShop. you can't play that that's anymore right yeah 35 you know, I, years young i, <laughs> I think that's so ridiculous that the, i mean i got the collection i bought it like right after it came out because i wanted to play super mario sunshine but i just i don't know why they made that like a timed thing like i, was, I don't, know, make it. I, I don't know right that's well, i guess that's the reason well i mean it's <laughs> hold on i cnn actually asked yes they Nintendo did if <laughs> If Mario was being executed, yeah, and they, they, they would not. They did not get a response. Yeah, this, yeah. Um, that, that that was, I think, my favorite thing that happened with it because, like, so many people were j- making jokes about Mario dying. They're just like, "Wait, people seem really nervous about Mario dying." Nintendo, do you have any comment on this? Right. So, so we have oh, a man. so so yeah. No, that. And by the way, if you're in chat right now and you're not following us after all that bullshit we just did. 
I don't know what else to do to convince you. Okay. So, I tried really hard not to laugh. So that alone <laughs> deserves to follow. When he said Detective Pikachu, I just lost it. I was like, all right. That's it. I mean, that's, that just, it makes sense <laughs> to me. Take it seriously after that. It's like the MCU, right? Like, you know, you know, it's, it's all one shared. Like Mario Kart has proved that. They're, these characters are all existing in the same there, universe. Are there Pokemon in Mario Kart though? There will be. I guarantee it in Mario Kart 9. There's Pokemon in Smash. Yeah. See, there you go. There you go. And by the way, that that also means that Metal Gear Solid and Mario exist in the same universe as well. So and Minecraft that, and Minecraft and, and Final Fantasy and uh, Doom. Whenever Doom guy pops up and smashes, people keep saying he's going to. John, I agree. We have. I have to ask. Okay. I have to ask before we continue. Okay. Ask me. Did you did you just happen to have a black coat and a white? scarf on hand no this is an actual priest costume i bought at party city for like 15 bucks <laughs> like for this occasion yes absolutely and if you think this is the last time you're gonna no. see it on this podcast you're wrong i was about to say he's he's gonna buy that for he's gonna use that for future stuff i already know oh absolutely oh, yeah. yeah oh no this is getting pulled out again and again and again this is the last you have you have not seen the last of father john i i, I guarantee it um oh, so yeah. We have Game Father John. Game Father John. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and trust me, trust me, I, uh, it's about as comfortable as you would expect a $15 Party City priest costume would, would, could possibly be. Uh, we have a, uh, we have an amazing guest tonight. Uh, somebody that I have been trying to get on the podcast for a long time, and uh, we finally were able to make it happen. Uh, Katie, all. Uh, otherwise known as Pika Chalita on Twitch and Twitter, is a, a very good friend of the show, and uh, I've become a great fan of the content she produces. Katie, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry it took this long to get me on here, but no, I'm I'm very excited. I've been looking forward to this. And um, you know, I was curious, before we get going here, um, I don't actually... So I, I just... I, I stumbled onto your content because I'm friends with Khalif. Uh, and... Right. And, and I, I, but I, I wasn't actually like, I'm not sure. How did you get your start in content creation? That's what I don't know. I have the most unimpressive story about that. Um, I feel like all these other, like, I hear about all these people that are like, they have some like really touching, like almost like a lifetime sort of event story. And I'm just like, yeah. So when I got my PS4 in like 2014, I found out about Maximilian Dude. And I was like, oh, people hey. stream their video games online to to watch people play. By the way, his stream is uh, one of the ones that me and my fiance will like pull his streams on late and I just fall asleep too because it's just so like chill. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um yeah, I was like, people stream like them, them like clip themselves, like footage of themselves playing video games on the internet. And I was like, that sounds kind of cool. I was like, well, I'm pretty good at video games. I love video games and I'm pretty entertaining. So I was like, fuck it. Why not? And so Hell I ended yeah. up That's... the first stream that I did was for Infamous Second Sign because that was like the first game that I got um, with my PS4. Uh, so yeah, and then it just went from there. So mine's totally like not exciting in the least bit. Like yeah, it, I, like I said, it's not touching. It's not some in depth thing. It's just I was like, this looks cool. Why not? No, now, that's no, but but I tell you what, like that that's a perfectly valid reason. And you're out here fucking killing it. Like I mean, look how far you've come in those years. I mean, it's it's true. I, you're fucking crushing. You you know you've got. I mean, yeah. you've got what thousands of followers on Twitter and Twitch and. 
uh, you know, you're doing, I, you, you've been doing a huge, you did, I actually saw you were doing a fundraiser for the, Tre- for the Trevor project this week. Um, yep. and, uh, mm-hmm. and your, your new haircut is fucking awesome. And just, you're killing it. Like you're oh, absolutely yeah. fucking crushing it. <laughs> and uh, honestly, when I hear the word Pika, I think of you and not that little yellow rat. So Wow, I was gonna say, dude, you better. I appreciate that, but like, also take that back. (laughs) The only good electric Pokemon is Jolteon, so a little pretender to the throne can. Oh no! Okay, I love Jolteon, but like, come on, (laughs) don't do this, don't do this. So, (laughs) but thank you guys so much. No, of course, no. This is a great honor for us. Um, and uh, so of course, you know, um. There's been some big news that's happened in gaming this week. Um, I was actually I was so worried leading up to today that we wouldn't have much to talk about. Uh, but a few big things have been confirmed this week. Uh, and, uh, of course, you know, Mario's death being one of them. Uh, you know, I'm so glad we were, we were able to, to send, you know, give him the sending off that he so richly deserves. Um, and uh, my son was watching that whole thing, by the way. So I hope you enjoy that, son. Um, but... Um, so we have two, we, have, you know, we have two main topics tonight that we wanted to cover. Uh, and we're going to start with, uh, something that I think kind of bleeds into a larger conversation about games conservation. Uh, and that is, uh, Sony shuttering its PSP Vita and PS3 storefronts. Um, so, and I think it's what, Finn, July, July something like, I know they're staggering it. Um, yeah, July for the PSP and PS ps3 store the vita store is going into august so right and and so so all of those storefronts are going to be shut down which means that you will not be able to purchase games on any of them anymore um with however i i think it's will very important able, yeah you, yeah it's yeah. important to note that if you own the game you'll still be able to you can it. re-download it right which to for a lot of people was the uh the worry you know because other times when digital stores shut down that's a wrap so, so there, that's that's some small solace. So I wanted so you know, there's been a lot of discussion about this uh, online and and what it means for for you know the you know for not just games con- conservation but content that you purchase online. Period going forward. Um, and so from a business standpoint, like I think this makes sense. From a just a personal standpoint, I think it sucks. Uh, and I, I, this is going to make, this is a, a ton of games are going to disappear into the either with, for, I mean, a, a lot of these games are already almost impossible to play outside of these services, like Vagrant Story, for example, old PlayStation one, uh, titles, uh, and Katie, I wanted to kick it over to you and, uh, ask you one, how have you been following this and two, um, how do you feel about, how do you feel about all three, especially Vita? Uh, all three of these storefronts kind of kind of going away and potentially taking a lot of these games uh, with them for future audiences. Well, I, I I will say I do like that they clarified that like if you have them technically like you purchase them that you can still redownload them because I remember when that was first announced, my first thought was like this is gonna be like PT. Right. Like once 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 it's gone, it's gone. Like you can't you can't get it anyway. So I'm glad that they clarified that. Um I will say, however, that I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Like from a business standpoint, I get it because I understand that like after so long you stop supporting services. I mean, shit, we lost um, we lost Flash at the beginning of the year, which is yeah. still so wild to me. Like I just still trying to wrap my brain around that. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I mean, like you said, it definitely puts puts people in a position to where 
games, certain games are not accessible anymore. Um, there's a lot of titles that were only available on like the Vita on these PlayStation handheld games. I know a lot of them are like imports from like Japan and stuff. So like a lot of like different RPGs and different things like that. So it's definitely going to make a lot of stuff like inaccessible. I'm also curious to know like sort of, I wonder what this is going to do for either prices at like secondhand shops or at places like GameStop. Like if they're going to still carry this stock and what's going to happen like to these sorts of like prices, like are we going to start seeing like scalpers or people that are going to take because this can this is going to be considered like classic gaming almost now or like stuff that's unattainable and inaccessible so are they gonna like take and like jack this one psp or ps vita game because it's considered rare are they gonna jack that price up and things like that now personally for me i never uh got into the handhelds um, I still have my PS3, but I did not unfortunately get into the handhelds. But that, I think regardless of whether or not you owned it, that's still something to think about because I know people that still play their Vitas. And I know people that love their just the PSPs, the Vitas, all the PlayStation handhelds. So I'm just really curious to see like even outside of the actual like storefronts being closed down, like how is that going to make like how is that going to affect different places where like you can act actually access physical copies of these games uh, oh the price so prices for these things especially the vita are going to go through the roof at uh at secondhand yep, stores um like through the and not just for the vita but for the already extremely pricey vita memory cards um those things are going to be so exp like i've got i have two playstation vitas um and Honestly, I'm going to sell one of them to a secondhand game store uh, after the store goes down and probably make a bundle on it. Um, I say that now, but I'll probably give it to a friend because that's, that's, that's just, I'll feel bad about it. But right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I feel like, you know, you could play all of those PS1 classics on PS3. So to have them not available on PS4 or PS5, like I feel is like makes this sting a lot more than it would um in other circumstances uh justin go ahead so like um you know one thing i haven't seen mentioned um talking about this is like this kind of just shows how bad sony's forward thinking was back mm -hmm. in like the ps3 era yeah. because like the reason it's these three stores is these are all built on the same foundation the PSP, PS3, and Vita store are all built on the same, like, service. The PS4 and PS5 stores are built on an entirely different one and had a move to a more standard architecture, which means that backwards compatibility is a lot easier to preserve. I actually am not expecting something like this to happen again for, un for many years, but, like, this just shows how little effort Sony put into future-proofing things back you know, when they were making these decisions, it's well over 10 years and they're still getting bit by these decisions that they made when make, you know, getting that store together, when making hardware decisions. Um, like the reason we don't have like PS3 backwards compatibility is because the PS3 is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It was almost impossible to, to program. Um, there, there, there is PC emulators now that require massive, 
uh, CPUs uh, to actually run. Like, it, it just kind of shows, like, there's been a huge shift in how Sony has run its business, and I'm glad they're at least... They're showing a lot of signs now of being a bit more forward-thinking. Like, people were really skeptical because of, you know, some of their phrasing and the way they talked about, like, PS4 backwards compatibility on the PS5. It sounded like it was not going to be everything, but right now it's down to, like, a handful of games. They've even fixed some that initially didn't work. Um, like, it's, like, six or seven games, maybe, uh, that don't work. Um but, like, yeah, it's really sad, and I hope they do find some kind of solution, um, because I think there's at least just some kind of market for these, and just getting them back up on the store in some way right. would go a long way. And, like, you know, PlayStation Now as a platform has been very stagnant, but, like, being able to offer, like, proper retro support that's not just streaming games I think could be a very, very good solution if they could get, you know emulators running for some of these platforms um to kind of differentiate it from game pass but also make it you know more enticing for people that might have played plus things like that like there's a lot of things that they can do but we don't we just don't know if they're they're doing um they did have a new patent recently for adding trophies to emulated games i, I, I heard about um, so that maybe yeah they actually are looking at some of this stuff we just don't know um, so, but yeah, like I just I just want to emphasize that like the era of PlayStation and Sony that made these things just were not thinking about the future right. at all. So I want to um, I want to ask Brittany, um, Brittany, I don't know if you have a PSP or a Vita or not, but these are essentially like the Vita especially is just an old school PlayStation one era JRPG machine. Right. Um, mm -hmm. It's got tons of classic, especially, you know, those those old Squaresoft JRPGs that you and I love so much. Um, if you don't have a Vita, is this is this kind of increasing a sense of urgency for you to grab one before prices go skyrocket? And two, do you see any net positives at all in what Sony is doing here? So two things. I don't have a Vita, but my husband does, so I'm taking care of that. Uh, the second thing that... Before I get into the thing about Sony, the, the second thing that worries me about it is... For instance, like there are many versions of Final Fantasy VI, right? So when I wanted to play Final Fantasy VI and give it a try, I wanted to play the best version. Right. And the best version was on PlayStation 3. So that worries me um, because they obviously haven't ported it to anything else since. Um, like it would be as everybody on twitter knows it would be a great switch game um yeah i've i've brought be, that up myself once or twice yeah um so that's the biggest thing that worries me is it's not the fact that we you won't be able to redownload it it's it, it's the fact that i didn't download final uh, final fantasy 6 until like a few years ago it's not like i always just had it i just had an urge to play it and I went to the, I signed on my PS3 and I downloaded it. So it's, that's the part that worries me. It's, it's like people aren't going to have access to the best versions of the game. So uh, our friend Candace in chat actually brought up a good point. Um, she's wondering if uh, all of this will push Nintendo into snatching up publishers and devs and working something out uh, for, for a bunch of these games. Um, I, I think you're starting to see Nintendo do that to a certain degree. Cause I mean, you've got 
you got games like Legend of Mana and Saga Frontier Remastered coming out this year, which are, you know, pretty good PlayStation 1 uh, era JRPGs. Um, <laughs> it's okay, Katie. It's no problem. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I don't think that this is going to, and I don't know, maybe you guys disagree, but I don't think this is going to I don't know, spur some kind of, or light some kind of fire under Nintendo's ass to to get out there and say, hey, we got to get games like Suikoden 2 and, you know, Metal Gear Solid on Switch immediately. I just, I, I don't think, I, I don't think Nintendo cares that much. Um, I mean, they haven't made a huge effort to to preserve some of their own in-house first-party franchises, so why would they care about, you know, why would they care about anything third-party? Um at least to the point where they're willing to spend a ton of money to snap these IPs up, or at least the publishing rights for them up. Uh, I don't know if you guys feel differently, say so, but I, I don't see that happening. I don't think that push would come from Nintendo. I just think it would come from publishers seeing that they can sell this stuff on a portable system yeah. and releasing it on switch. Like, I, I don't just... think that push comes from Nintendo at all. Katie, were you about to say something? Oh, I was just going to say that. Um, I, I don't know whether or not they're going to, I don't know if it's appropriate for me to speak on whether or not they're going to do it, but would I like to see it? Yes, because first of all, I love my Switch, and I love being able to play things while I'm yeah. laying in bed because I'm lazy. Um, but it would just also be nice to kind of get a home for, like, all these games. And plus, it would help. I mean, it helps. I like seeing Nintendo win because I feel like when we when people do the whole, like, console wars thing, it's always like, ooh, Xbox versus PlayStation, blah, blah, blah. And then people leave out Nintendo. Like, Nintendo was not, like, one of the like the driving forces that sort of kickstarted gaming so i feel like a lot of times they don't sort of get their flowers by a lot of people especially in this day and age and people kind of like forget about it and then especially because people kind of see switches like ooh, the kids console which i think is absolutely ridiculous but um i think that it would be i think it would behoove them to do something like that because i think that if you were like yeah you can play like games like suikoden and all these like favorite classics that everybody loves i mean I feel like it would it wouldn't do anything but benefit them. I mean, even if they do have to shell out money for it, um, I mean, who's to say that they would not make that back plus more in making these games available? And and that's that that's that's kind of where I'm at too. Um, you know, I constantly think back to what Jim Ryan said uh, about classic games. You remember that Finn when he said, uh, you know, who wants you know. I, I'm yeah. paraphrasing here, but he when was like, "He saw Gran Turismo one, and who he wants went, to play that? Who wants yeah. to play that when you have Gran Turismo six? Yeah, and it's like, and it's everybody's like, uh, it's a I pretty reductive. It. it the second he made that quote, and then he got announced to be in charge of everything. I knew that we would never get Sony going the same path of Xbox. I feel the the biggest it uh, not issue, but my biggest worry and my heart goes out to all of the vita developers oh because yeah. vita was was let's be real 80 percent digital 20 percent of the games ever saw a physical release unless you were a limited run like special edition thing but how many of these developers now their only games are gonna be gone for people to buy like there there won't be you can't roll up to a GameStop and pick up the bulk of the vita library and if you're picking one up now because of all the news or you might have just missed it over the past couple of years 
like a lot of developers are just gonna their games are gonna become vaporware and that's that's kind of a bummer for those people that have worked really hard what apparently so that's the other thing right is that there are there are apparently like uh, i think four or five developers out there who were in the middle of making a game for vita and this completely blindsided them Um, yeah blaine mentioned it in chat like there's just people that because it's kind of there's just always going to be people vita means life there's it has a very devoted fan base so people were still supporting games released on it and so you have these people in the middle of development suddenly being told jk lol uh we're pulling the entire support better luck next time and that's a bummer and this is coming from a guy who i don't really it doesn't bother me as much because the staggering amount of games I, I I did buy on the Vita and the PS3 and the PSP means that I will be able to go back and download them. But then you have to ask yourself, how long is that functionality going to be going? Yeah, that's what. Like, I, at, at what point do they go actually work closing closing? Because servers? because uh, like it costs money to keep that up and running. You know, like exactly. it, it. You know, like even if you know, even though they're going to take the actual storefronts down to keep. You know, I mean, they still have to have backup servers somewhere that 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 are housing those games in order for you to re-download them. I mean, and that's not free for Sony to do. So, at what point do they say, you know what, this isn't worth it? Let's just shut it down. And that that's really what worries me. And that kind of is where I, I I think the conversation kind of kind of kind of finds its its core in that you know. I am a big proponent, as everybody knows, of games conservation, right? Like, there are so many games that I grew up on as a kid that I would love my son to be able to play. Um, but I just have almost no way of of allowing him to do that. Um, you know, it is just, it is extremely difficult to, to get our hands on on some of these games. And this is just one more instance where I'm like, how long is it going to be until more of these titles are are lost to the either? um completely. especially if you're a fan of more obscure games and right. genres like john you and i love our random japanese games and the bulk yeah. of those nowadays are also digital only and so again unless one of the multitude of we put indie games on physical and release a limited run of it takes hold of it who knows how many games we enjoy uh, might never be playable again. Well, and, and even those limited run things are artificial scarcity. Like right. they're not right. being produced for a long time. Like limited run games. Like if you look it's in at the their name. own, yeah. Well, it's it's not even just that. They're like we will never run reprints. Yeah, we don't do that. Like so, even even <coughs> in limited quantities, these things are going to be well, rare if it, they get physical release. You know, I want to harken back to something Katie said. Um, when she was talking about, you know, oh, the console wars and Xbox versus Sony and, you know, Nintendo's over here doing their thing. Like, say what you want about Xbox, but, I mean, in a way, like, Xbox is the only one of the big three that are actually taking games conservation seriously, I think. I mean, there are so many, there are so many titles that are available to play on Xbox right now via backwards compatibility or Game Pass um, or you know, the cloud. And, and I feel like if anybody, Microsoft, Microsoft is going to be the company that, that I, I don't know, kind of drives the industry for it. I know Katie, what do you think? How do you feel about that? I don't know how big of an Xbox gamer you are. I'm not personally. Um, but, but at the same time, I really am, I am hoping that at some point Sony and Nintendo will start to follow their lead a little bit. Um, I'm personally, I've never been a big Xbox person. The last Xbox console that I had was the 360, but I ended up selling it because I just didn't play play it a lot because I am absolutely, and it's nothing against it. It's just, I prefer the Sony and Nintendo exclusives. Yep. 
that's what I grew up on. That's, that's my, you know, cup of tea, but I've never been like a, Ooh, PlayStation supremacy or blah, blah, blah. Like I've never done that because I'm, I'm very much aware why people that prefer Xbox like Xbox and each console has their own like selling points. It's just, it didn't sell it to me in particular. Um, I wouldn't even be mad at, I wouldn't even be mad at whomever like sort of acquiring some of this licensing and maybe acquiring the ability to sort of have these games sort of at their helm. And especially because Gosh, I remember Xbox went through such a rough time this really this last like console cycle, not the most, not, you know, obviously this most recent one. I can't believe we're in a new console cycle. I'm still stuck on. I have a whole PS5 <laughs> yet. I still keep wanting to say PS4 and stuff. But, I do the same thing. Um, like, you know, there was, they were kind of in a bit of like limbo there because they had almost no like exclusives. Cause they lost. I was. I remember. I was hearing. Uh, what was it? Rumors that was it Nintendo that was gonna. And I probably was totally just some bullshit. But I think it was Nintendo where somebody was gonna pick up Scalebound. I actually yeah. There was a weird rumor about scale. that. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, it'd be so cool if it was. But like, I literally would have gotten a xbox just to play scalebound because i was just like so i was like oh my god this game looks amazing but yeah for a while there they really went without any exclusives and stuff so it's like you know and i haven't to be honest with you i haven't truly kept up with like the sort of stuff that's coming with the newest xbox i haven't kept up with that nearly as much um because especially now that i have like pc i'm just like it's i'm just overwhelmed right now between ps5 switch and pc i'm just like like i'm drowning um but even then like i would not even be against them doing that because i mean we've seen time and time again that people love to have access to classic older even obscure games like i feel like for me i didn't really i didn't really truly appreciate the sort of love behind those obscure or indie games really until i got on pc um, because then I became like this huge like indie person. I, I love indie now. Like the majority of the things that I like last year, um, gosh, all three of my favorite games last year were all indie games. Um, so which number one being Hades? Of yeah, course. yeah. I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say your 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 rampant dislike of Hades is well known. Like everybody knows you yeah, just can't right? stand that but game. I fucking hate Hades. Right? <laughs> totally did not just get done streaming it. Um, and, and I cleared my fastest run though of thirty eight minutes. So and I've I haven't even played it yet. I'll be on, like like I'm I'll out myself. I haven't oh. even played it yet. I would get it. For, I if you would play it, I would totally get it for you. Like I I, I am such a spread the gospel i need that priest outfit now because i'm about to spread the gospel of Hades. i'm like i'm literally telling people like i will buy it for you and i'm like super giant games notice me because y'all need me to like i got so many people on it like just in tweeting about it so many people tweeted me and was like i started playing hades because of pikachu lita and i love it and oh my god and i'm like yes the agenda they are such a pyro was one of my favorite games of last generation uh i i love really yeah i i i loved pyro oh my god Pyre and uh, and Transistor were two of my favorite games. From last I've time. heard such good things about their other games. Oh, that I'm really Transistor! Oh, I've heard such good things about it. Kid, so have I'm you like, not have you not played like Transistor? That. I'm gonna. That bu- was the I'm, first Hades. Wait, what? I'm gonna wait, buy you that on Switch. Yes, on Switch. Well, yes. Well, if you buy me Transistor, then I'll buy. Then you have to play Hades. All right, it's a deal. All right. 
All right, I will. I will absolutely play it. And that's like why, because I was like, I loved Hades as much as I did, and I'm like, everyone's like, oh my god, then you love all these. And I've been, I've been, I've been eyeballing it. Transi- and I mean, anything on the Switch, it's is real good. Oh god, and the soundtrack on Transistor. Oh god, it's so funny. Darren, right, Dar- do Darren Corb does fucking work. Like I'm telling you right now, it's so fucking good. I'm to the point where if if now if. If if I like Transistor, I mean, I've already kind of set on that with Hades, but if, if I really like Transistor, then... Babe, didn't you play Transistor? Yeah, my fiancé played it. it. but... Uh, yeah, he said, like, yeah, so he liked it, too. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I, at this point, I'm like, super giant, take my money, right? Um, but yeah, it's... I, and then, obviously, coming into PC and then realizing how, like, a lot of people that have played these, like, obscure games, it's funny because somebody in, in chat right now is actually one of my community members, um, is Preacher of Your God, like, he really likes those, um, those like, platformers, and there's been a couple, like, more obscure titles that he's talked about before, and, like, even he's sort of, like, helped me realize, like, how big of followings the, like, more obscure games, like, have, and I kind of feel bad, because it's, like, that wasn't really, more obscure games weren't really my thing growing up with it, but I just see how big of, like, how near and dear people hold these games to their hearts, and I'm, like, I hate that that's that risk like that risk is being like the, the access to those games is being taken away and just I, I don't care who if, if anybody's interested in picking this sort of shit up, then I, I'm all for I don't care who it is. Yeah, I me, don't too, care. me too. As long as they're still available, you know, you know, I mean, watching, you know, my son uh, has been getting into like, you know, Game Boy Advance games uh, and old PlayStation games and he's 12. Um, well, he'll mm-hmm. he'll be 13 this month with is a whole other story uh but you know and and yeah this is the, yeah this is why you know sony shutting these services down really kind of punched me in the gut more than i expected it to finn i see you got your hand up go ahead bud yeah well you asked the question earlier do you think playstation will ever you know pick up the charge to microsoft is starting and the answer is uh it's pretty simple because it, it's pretty cyclical if you look at the history PlayStation 3 started losing rapidly to the 360. And so Sony created the PlayStation Plus program. Uh, Xbox One lost terribly to the PS4, so they created Game Pass. Uh, and if the if the Xbox starts getting a sizable like lead over the PlayStation 5, you're going to see Sony start to shift tactics to what courts gamers. It's just whoever is in the lead doesn't have to innovate about how to draw people into its ecosystem. And so right now, Microsoft is crushing it, which I think is ironic, given that objectively, out of the big three, they have the least legacy-worthy stable of games. Like, there's obviously Halo and Gears and stuff, but compared to the legacy that PlayStation and Nintendo constantly forget about, I agree. I find it wild that Microsoft is the people that are uh, preserving games the most. That's just No, I'm, I'm right there crazy. with you. Justin, go wild. ahead. No, same, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I do have some hope that, you know, so Sony is very good at watching how the industry is going. And I, I definitely think that they see okay. how much yeah. goodwill Microsoft has been getting, especially from their backwards compatibility program and Game Pass and stuff. And Jim Ryan's one of those old school execs that just talks shit about whatever they don't have. So, like, 
he was he was some of the ones that said the dumbest shit about crossplay. We've got full crossplay now, like um, and things like that. He said a lot of things that Sony has gone back on, and he's even started to hint that they're going to be doing more Game Pass like stuff. They've been launching a lot of games. A lot of indie titles have been launching directly on PlayStation Plus, which is really cool. Um, I I don't think they're ever going to. They're not going to do stuff as well as Microsoft because there's a whole th- technological thing where Xbox stuff, there's more that like Microsoft can access without the developer than like PlayStation can. But I think they're going to start doing stuff. And I think they've also seen that like some of these patches that they did uh, for PS4 games to make them run at 60 FPS have been awesome. Like, I'm sure they see that Bloodborne, when God of please, War got updated, please. people people played the <laughs> shit out of it. Um, Ratchet and Clank, uh, 2016 just got updated this week. Ratchet and Clank. FPS. Oh um, my God, one of the best games ever. If you haven't played yes, it, every it was time. really oh, good. Where Ratchet and Clank is it's really not really good. It was. I knew we were till... best friends. Oh it no, was no free right? Katie, I have first. I have absolutely played oh, Ratchet and Clank. Oh, it's not free no more. Yeah, it, it was free for like a couple months. Um, oh, it, okay. I was, so it was, I was for a while. I was telling people to get it, but I didn't know it wasn't that free game anymore. Is, it's like playing a fucking Pixar movie. It's so yeah. good. So I think they also have seen goodwill from you know some of these updates, and I think we're gonna see them slowly start to add some of this stuff in. I do not think we're gonna see anything on the scale of Microsoft. No, probably um, not. Probably not. And then Nintendo. I never know. No, Nintendo is not to gonna. No, Nintendo. so so no. So here's the thing about here's the thing about Nintendo is that, you know, Microsoft and Sony, and we've gone over this before, but Microsoft and Sony are competing with each other. Nintendo is not competing with either of them. They are going to do their own thing. They always have, um, and they are so hit or miss. They are so all over the map in regards to this shit. Uh, that you know, I mean, you've got the Nintendo online service, but. It's really not great. You know, you've got classic games that get, re- you know, re-released, but then they get taken away and never to appear again, as we just saw with, you know, fucking Mario. Um, so I, N- Nintendo is way too erratic with this stuff, I think, to actually predict anything rock solid about them. Um, but, uh, Brittany, do you have any, Brittany, did you have anything you wanted to add on, the, uh, add on this uh, before we start to wrap this topic up? No, I think what everybody is um, saying, it's valid. It's just, that's always, you know, just going back to the kind of the main topic at hand, it's that that's what's sad about digital games and why I always buy physical and why I'm always going to be a boomer in that aspect, because I'm always going to have it. It's always going to be, it's always going to be mine. I've like, been thinking that myself recently, actually, because I, I am mostly digital. And this news has really, really kind of made me wonder whether or not I need to go back to physical media. Because, I love yeah. physical media. Y- you know, like, I, I'm repl- you know, I'm doing my annual Final Fantasy VI playthrough on Game Boy Advance right now. And, you know, I've got that little cart. And nothing's, like, you know, as long as I don't smash it with a hammer, you know, drop it down a, a drain or something. Like, nothing is ever going to happen to it. It's never going to go away. Um, You know, it's never going to get delisted. And, you know, it's never going to... It's never not going to be for sale anymore because I've got it. I can physically hold it. That's the worrisome thing, right? And I know we've talked about this before. Is It's like even games that aren't 
like game some game companies have like licenses and restrictions with putting it on a store so it's like sometimes they just get pulled for no reason right like this their contract it ends and that's it so it's just i don't know i like having physical because i always have it that always have my saves you know just that yeah. that's me that's all i got no i no i i agree with you and it's it's really made me reconsider my stance on uh, on digital Speaking content versus physical stuff i want to say that i don't know about you guys but i miss memory cards because i yeah. could just keep, yeah because i could just keep buying memory cards and it, it store whatever i needed to but i mean i, I get that they or make take them to a friend's cards. house yes that's what i was gonna say yeah. or you could take them to a friend's house and yeah and like i said i know that they have like external hard drives and things like that but it's like first of all these consoles they have especially with these games like <laughs> call of duty um they end up having this ridiculous amount like you just need all this fucking space and it's like i i'm running out of space and then i'm like i don't want i don't want this external hard drive and just i i just like when i ran out of room in my playstation 4 i just swapped out the, the it to one terabyte and i'm one of those people like where i will i will delete whatever i'm not currently playing but like the same with the switch i had to buy like the little sd card and you know do that because i ran out of space on that but i mean that's kind of like the equivalent to like a memory card essentially but i miss those because like they said you could just take it you could take it to your friend's house and it was just you could just store infinite like i mean not infinite but then you know you could just grab another it was memory easy card to leave it yeah. You, yeah just grab buy another memory card you could see the little blocks and like on gamecube it had like the little icons for the games for whatever game it was the cutest some of them had so much personality too like such an underrated part of the memory cards yeah right yeah (laughs) i want to uh real quick before we move on to our uh, our next topic uh there's a lot of new faces in chat tonight and i just want to say uh welcome if you want to go and follow us here on twitch we'd really appreciate that if you want to sub you can do that too but you don't have to um we'll we'll take a follow that's good enough for me uh but uh hope everybody is enjoying themselves uh and i'm still thinking about that follow for the bunny that you see back there i'm still thinking about the fucking bunny oh there's a bunny oh there's a rabbit back there look at oh i didn't even i didn't even notice that yeah i didn't even notice i should bring moo in here after we end the podcast so she can say hi you should but um uh i now i'm thinking about my dog um we we did have another topic that we wanted to move on to, uh, which is of course uh, cyberpunk related. I was hoping we wouldn't have to address this game again, but I feel like I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like this is newsworthy uh, because apparently the multiplayer for the game has been uh, kinked. It's been it's no longer there. It's, it's not coming out. It's unclear. Like it, it's really weird. No one has been able to get a straight answer out of CG Prod. Project Red about this. Imagine like, that. That's weird. What a surprise. That nobody can get a straight <laughs> answer what? out of CG Project Red. It sounds Project like Red. it might be canceled, but we're not sure. But like they kind of reiterated that, you know, yeah, because they're next, because this is something I mentioned a few times um, in regards to Cyberpunk is that like not just like it wasn't going to hurt them just in the short term of releasing that game. Like they had really hitched their wagon to Cyberpunk as an ip and we're planning like this big multiplayer game also to go with it as well as expansions and all this stuff like they had years worth of shit for plan for cyberpunk and yeah 
So it's not clear they, but they reemphasize that they're changing around their workflow, and then also we're like, yeah, we're also going to change around our marketing plans and focus on all platforms a bit more and show stuff closer uh, to release. Maybe they should focus um, on not being a bunch of transphobes more too. But, yeah, you know, oh, that's well, just me. There, yeah, there's a whole Ooh. lot. Of- or or portraying negative stereotypes. Yeah, how about yeah, right but I, I still when when they when they revealed those gangs uh, in cyber. Oh my god, I, that, our reactions yeah. live. Oh yeah, was, that was uh, yeah, that was real. Like was it like the tiger claws or something? The uh, I don't remember. It was like yeah, <laughs> the the Asian gang was the tiger claws with a Z and a Y, and I was just yeah. like. It, it was it was bad. Like every like, think of a stereotype. Yeah. Think think of a racial stereotype, and it was there. Like it was it was absolutely fucking so, insane. One thing I also just want to add in that's very funny is they released this enormous patch. I actually read through all of the patch notes, and it took me almost half an hour to read. Please don't read notes. through them here. Please. I, don't, don't, um, I think the best thing someone did was they it, took all of the patch notes and put it to a Star Wars <laughs> scroll. <laughs> so so on t- so. Just a brief summation is it seems like every single quest in this game had a progress blocking bug in it from those good, patch notes. Good, and good. then also after all of those things, it ends with and many more. So I don't, <laughs> which I couldn't believe, but I also want to note that still, um, the game is not relisted on PlayStation Network. It got remember it got delisted speaking of digital content online uh because of which although that decision uh has not gotten any backlash everybody's like yeah sony kind of in the right on that one but so i had been expecting that this big patch um was gonna be where it got relisted nope so we It's just not viable so, digitally. And if you bought a digital PS5, you cannot get Cyberpunk still. I think can. it was Imran that that tweeted out, like, uh, what comes back first, Cyberpunk to the store or the PS4 store closing? So so I want to, you know what? I want to address something that, uh, that got uh, mentioned in chat really quick, uh, going back to the gangs in Cyberpunk and racial stereotypes, because there's something I feel like really, really, really needs to be said. Um, somebody mentioned the Voodoo Boys, uh, which are one of the one of the gangs that you will come across in Cyberpunk. And I just want to say that this this trope that Haitian Voodoo is some kind of death cult is really really fucking tiresome. Um, it there th- that's 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 not what Voodoo is. Like it's it's not a fucking like this this shit has to stop, man. <laughs> like Speak, I, I mean, speaking as someone from New Orleans, that's all you ever hear is. It's Voodoo it's magic. absolutely terrible. Yeah, and I've I've actually tweeted about that because I mean, not to stray too far off topic no, here, please. but um, it was funny because I just did a um, I actually just did a video for BGG um, a BGG sort of thing where uh, it was asking me like how like if it was the the question was like uh are you tired of medieval settings and like if so like what are some alternate settings you would like to see and things like that and i um you know i had a obviously a pretty good segment on it because i have 
have history degree. So um, I was talking about like, yeah, I'm, I'm basically like to sum it up. I was basically like, yeah, I'm tired of medieval settings, but mainly because they're not completely accurate because regardless of whether anybody wants to admit it or not, there were actually black people in medieval Europe and they weren't like necessarily slaves or indentured servants. Some were nobility, some were fishermen, et cetera, et cetera. So unless you're going to portray this accurately, like I'm already tired of them in general because they're, they never were my thing to begin with, but especially because they're so whitewashed, I was like, fuck it, whatever. And I gave some like different, you know, like sort of settings that I would like to see. And one of them was sort of like a, a exploration of like African based spirituality that was not painted as evil. And then I was tweeting about it not too long ago because, um, you know, the sort of like the, 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 the running uh, topic at least that I've been tweeting about has been like, why do we keep seeing black media that's rooted in trauma because yep. of the different yeah. stuff that's been coming out and released. And I was yeah, like, that, can that we new Amazon show? Yeah. The new, the new Amazon horror. And I'm like, why can't we yep. just get like regular horror like everybody else? And then, um, then um, I had mentioned, I was like on the flip side of that, I said, can we get like a mention of like, you know, hoodoo slash voodoo, that is not painting it as like this evil satanic sort of like entity and this thing. And it's just so, so tiring because it's just like, I mean, if we're going to be honest, like, fuck, are we, do we not see like, no, we didn't see in cyberpunk, a, a gang of fucking, no offense to you, Father John, but we didn't see a gang. Of, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see a gang of Catholic priests that was going around the street touching little boys. But that's a whole other topic. <laughs> I just want to point out because I play point out for everybody games. listening. Just, just I just want okay? to point out to everybody who is who is new here. I am not actually a Catholic priest. I'm just playing one for Mario's <laughs> um, but you not know, not I, actually I, I a priest. John, I want to make the most random tangent. I'm not aside. even a Christian, so, you know. Uh, because <laughs> shout out to the new comic book Strange Academy from Marvel, because that's the story of Doctor Strange training a whole new generation of young magic users. And they actually have a voodoo using a young character, and it's not treated as like some crazy Ooh. cult thing. It's kind of awesome. So I'm going to have to look into that. Just, that just, a, just an aside. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, like I, I okay. please continue. So I, I, I kind of derailed the conversation. I'm sorry, but but I saw I saw the Voodoo Boys get brought up, and and like we hadn't talked about it the last when we were talking about all the the gangs before, and I think it bears mentioning that the the trope of you know you know you know Voodoo witch doctors with skulls painted on their faces and casting curses on people. That's not what Voodoo is. It's not anywhere near what well, Voodoo is. I think it's. And, I don't think you should ever apologize to bringing awareness to those type of situations. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely not. I, yeah, I, I just, for that, sure. That you have so much to apologize for, John. Silent. That's not one of them. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But, but it's uh, so. It's so. It's so funny because we were sitting here talking about like cyberpunk and stuff, and you know, talking about like the multiplayer and i honestly forgot that there was even supposed to be a multiplayer somebody else did that in chat too they're like they were supposed to have multiplayer and i was I would... like right yeah it wasn't supposed to be launching alongside the game it wasn't clear if it was going to be a standalone game or an expansion i legit forgot about the game but so... they but they straight up were like <laughs> but but yeah they were like yeah there's going to be an extensive multiplayer cyberpunk so why experience. like so so you know, I have not played Cyberpunk. I don't intend to play Cyberpunk. I have no interest in it, right? So, but 
seeing as how the game is incredibly story driven, like like it's a it's a story driven role playing game. Um, how does multiplayer even work? Like like what like like how does like how do you do multiplayer in that world? Like, I mean, it'd probably be a separate thing, like GTA Online or like the just, FF fifteen comrades thing. Oh, we don't talk about Final Fantasy 15 comrades here, man. That was bad. That was real bad. <laughs> but that was that was so fucking terrible. As somebody who loved Final Fantasy 15, I hated comrades so fucking much. Um, yeah, comrades. I'm being good. I'm not saying anything. Do you do, do you see me not saying anything about Final Fantasy 15? I'm being do you very good tonight. What, Brittany? Is there something you'd like to say about Final Fantasy 15? Nope. I'm not going on that tangent. No, Brittany. Brittany. Next. Brittany. As you can see, I am wearing a priest vestments. It's confession time. So if you want, if you would like to confess your sins, I'm not Catholic. So if you want, well, neither am I. Next. But who cares? But uh, <laughs> but at moving any rate, on. At any rate, um, yeah, no, I. We still haven't even got the PS5 and Xbox One X, uh, or Xbox Series X versions. The fucking Xbox naming conventions. God damn it, I hate them. Um, the PS5 and the Xbox I... Series X versions. There's no it, correct me if I'm wrong. There's no actual, there's no actual release date. Second half those. of the year. Second half of the year. Do we, we do we actually think it's gonna hit that? No, I think it'll no. be late this year. But I think I think it will hit it. Which um, this is for Cyberpunk on the newer consoles. Yeah, I think it'll. Yeah. I don't know because the January patch just dropped in late March. No, the January so, patch was in January. But this isn't a. It? But but hold on, hold on. This, this is the February patch that dropped. But that but that I'll give them some leeway with that because they were actually impacted by that hack, that ransomware hack, that implemented people's ability to work. So, a little uh-huh. leeway on so, that one. So, but okay, but let me ask. Well, the, maybe never mind. No, 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 Brit, no, no, Brit, go ahead. <laughs> no, Brit, I want to hear it. Brittany, I want to hear it. I'm just being sassy tonight. No, that's, that's why what we I'm need. No, Brit, be sa- That's what we need. What do you? What, I mean, I so, feel like to, to tell you the I, truth, anything that could be directed at cyberpunk, you have every right to be sassy. So, yes. I was going to say maybe if they like completed the game, they wouldn't have to worry about going back and worrying about hacks to make the game better because they wouldn't be doing it right now. They would be releasing a complete game. I, you know, so, you know, Cyberpunk has had a, 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 a troubled existence ever since it released. Right. Like, and, and these are all problems that are of CDPR's making period right like like with the exception of that hack justin like these are all issues that cdpr brought upon themselves Um, i won't i won't dis i won't disagree there yeah i just and i just feel really bad for the cdpr developers that have been slaving away trying to fix this game and now who knows how hard they've had to crunch even since release and then there was the hack that made their day-to-day work even harder um like I just, I feel so bad for a lot of the people working there. That's honestly, that's what I've, that's been like how it is for me. Because I mean, there's, don't get me wrong. There's so many things that were wrong with, because I was, I was one of the people when Cyberpunk first got announced, I was like super excited about it. And then I heard about like the transphobia shit and the things like that. And I was like, mm, no, I'm not going to get it. And then there was just so 
like it because I'm at the point in my life now where there's so many games that I have access to now because like I said I have PlayStation and I have PC I have Switch I'm not crying if I have to miss out on one like I will be okay I have I'm literally drowning in games to play right now um so I was like you know when the, when the whole like issue with the transphobia and stuff happened and like the shitty jokes on Twitter and like all that I was just like just as as time went on, I just sort of lost my motivation to to get it. Um, and then just with the with the crunch stuff came out, and I was just like, mm, yeah, that just solidified it for me. So then I canceled my Amazon pre order, and that was that. And then it became like the people that were getting it were so like insufferable. And oh God, yeah. Like if you just tweeted that you just like you literally could just because i think that happened to zombie i really think mm-hmm. that happened to zombie where she was like yeah, yeah i'm just she just literally tweeted i'm not getting cyberpunk and then she had like people attacking her and i'm like god forbid i don't want to get the same fucking game that you get and yeah. it was just like and, and i'm sorry that sort of stuff will ruin ruin stuff for me so i was like yeah fuck that i'm not getting it and i was just like i was so ready i wasn't just wanting them to fail but I was just so ready for the launch to be done. Cause I was like, I feel like this was the most annoying launch. There's a cat tail. Oh, oh I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like this was the most annoying launch in. Oh my gosh. A fluffy black cat. Oh, I love black kitties. Oh, oh I'm Bless sorry. You. Oh, you're getting <laughs> allergic by from a distance. I am actually allergic to cats. Allergic <laughs> um i love i love that cat um sorry but... i didn't i didn't mean to distract you i was just... no 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 no. you're good i, I love animals as you can see i got a whole no, yeah i just i was i was much the same way um in the lead up like when the game was first announced back in what 2013 13 or 14 oh, yeah it was a long God. fucking time ago it was eight years between announcement and release um i was really excited for it and then like before everything else came out just nothing they showed from it felt like that initial pitch or what i wanted from the game and thankfully that like kind of stemmed my excitement for the game and then everything else came out and i'm like no uh but like the thing that's so wild to think back like the sheer amount of excitement for that game like especially like in august of like last year like like late summer was when i remember it really hitting like fever pitch yeah and like going back like, could you imagine going back and telling someone that it would be removed from being able to be purchased on PlayStation Network? And not just <laughs> that, but no one would care. Is no it... one's even upset about no. that. And, and like, nobody talks about the game unless you know CDPR opens its mouth and puts its foot in it again. Is it still no change.org campaigns Hold to on. get it back on the store? Hold on, is it still not back up on P- on PlayStation no. Network? No. Without, no, that's what I was talking no about. Yeah, no. we were talking about that yeah, earlier. That's what he was saying earlier. It's it's been it's been months. It's been like four months. Oh not, no, no, I, I misunderstood. I misunderstood what you said. So 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 the PS5 it's version coming there. out. So the so hold on a minute. The PS5 is that a separate game or is it just a patch for the PS4 Ooh. version that upgrades it and makes it playable well, the way on PS5? The, the way it's so the game already has like one of those weird in between kind of patches where or not patch but like it runs at 60 fps on ps5 at ps4 pro setting it's not an act it's through it's through backwards compatibility it's not through it's not an actual ps5 next gen version 
So it's like if you play like Days Gone or Ratchet and Clank or God of War on PS5, they're still the PS4 game. They just run at 60 FPS. Um, and you can still have it on an external hard drive and everything because it's a PS4 game. It's not fully like using PS4, PS5 power and features. But yes, it, it still is not available. And honestly, I do not, at so, this point, if this patch didn't bring it back to the store, I do not think it's coming back until the PS5 version is What released. if the PS5 version releases, but the PS4 version just never comes back? Yeah. What if I could honestly I, I could see that that, happening. that might yeah. that might actually make sense to do. Yeah, because like because I, I like as 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 much disdain I have for the for the game and the stances it takes, like some of the biggest laughs I had last year were watching video compilations of all the fucking bugs in that game. I mean, holy oh, shit. God. <coughs> holy shit. They had me in fucking tears katie there's one of them where there's one of them where there's a fucking there's like a big car crash and then you see this naked dude standing with his hand hands on his hips on top of a car and he screams out something like geronimo or something and then blows up and, and oh I just, no no no! that's the one that had me crying is, it's it's the one where he he gets up he gets out the car as it's flipped on the side and he says, hola. And then yes, he just, that's what it is. <laughs> I was inconsolable. That's, yes, will... that's what it was. Oh, my was God. Oh, my God. The, the fucking, the fucking. <laughs> like, there was, was hilarious. There was one where you sat down in the car next to, next to Keanu Reeves and everything outside of the car is getting all fucked up slowly. And Keanu just slowly looks at you and he's like. It's like a nightmare. And then and I'm just like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, you said it. You said it, Johnny Silverhand. You said it. <laughs> it sure is. There's so much that can be said about it that fucking sure game, but I will is. give her credit for giving me laughs. Like, like I, that much I will. The glitches outside of the car are literally tearing the world to shreds. And it just looks at you and goes, it's like a nightmare. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> it really fucking is, dude. It really is. Little on the nose. But yeah, no, I can, I, I actually, like, I joke about it, but at the same time, it's like, I can totally see the PS4 version just never fucking coming back. And, and, and them just rolling the PS5 version out and, and not even saying anything, just, just doing it. And because like you guys said, like, nobody, like, nobody cared nobody cared and do you guys think that when they roll the ps5 version out do you think anybody's going to care about that some people will do, do you, um, that's the thing right i mean there will obviously be some people but for the most part by the time it comes out we'll have actual ps5 games that people have been excited about coming out and it, it's just that ship might have sailed that's what i'm wondering too that's what I'm wondering too. I'm I'm wondering. I mean, if... people. Go ahead. Just, just one last thing to like, kind of wrap this up is like people are saying that this game's selling, still selling a bit on PC, but like the console sales have completely fallen off. It seems like they really, CD Projekt Red really lost the console audience on this one. Well, the game, well, the game was running like it was running well, bad yeah. on PC too, right? Like it was, it was bug completely. Unless you had a PC. super high end rig. <clears throat> And didn't they have notes? Yeah, that, that was like the only defense that they had was, well, if you play on PC. Didn't they have notes next to the, uh, uh, didn't they have like, so in the patch notes that were released today, didn't they have notes that straight up said like, oh, we, I guess we missed that one. Like, 
it was, or, or was it the patch notes that fixed the game in uh, in February? But there was a series of patch notes that came out where you could see the CD the CD Projekt Red uh, developers' actual notes in the uh, in the patch notes talking I about how bad. I think that was. I think that was something else. You know what I'm talking about, though. Like I know what you're talking about. There but were I, actual. I'm not sure. There were actual. I'm not sure if it was. I'm not sure if it was this game. There were actual messages, like dev messages in the finished game that never made it out. I don't think that was this. I don't think that was Cyberpunk. I think it was something else. No, but what I'm saying is 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 in the game itself. There were actual there were actual dev notes in the game itself. There were. Um, There were. Like it was there were there were like There were placeholder textures. I know that. Like stuff that was actually like labeled. No, but no, but there were there there but no, Katie's right. There were actually dev notes that they forgot to take out, like, we need to put this asset Mm -hmm. here. And and like yeah, like like it's I think uh, actually at the end of the game, like during the credits, there's like a uh there's there's like a dev note in there and it's like you know we need to place x asset in this location i'm like what the fuck like jesus christ guys how do you fucking screw the well and i will i will also um mention or kind of chime in on what brit said like the the whole stuff about like people playing like well you should have played it on pc it was such a like it was it was such a because i saw people saying that and it was it pissed me off because it was like it, it it brought up a, a topic about like privilege and it's like you do realize Absolutely. that there are people that do not have access to pc gaming and, or next-gen consoles because they're like um it was it was wild because it was just like people that were just like defending it and like it was like oh my gosh are these people fucking paying you like what because they were like well um yeah it it runs poorly on PS4 because they shouldn't release it on PS4 right now and and it runs first of all there were people that were having issues on PC first and foremost second of all even if it wasn't it doesn't matter because it's a privilege literally the reason I got my PC was through crowdfunding could I afford my PC now absolutely because I have a great job but it was something that I ended up my had to my community had to convince me to start like a thing for it to help raise money to get my PC. That's why I was kind of later to the party than everybody else was. So it's like people do not have access. Not everybody has access to to PCs. Not everybody has access to even next gen consoles because it just now became due to like COVID and stuff and the slowdown of manufacturing. We just now got to the point where people like the the sort of the console like. Uh, rush is starting to kind of slow down where people are now able to actually like get consoles get more people are starting to get ps5s and stuff now because i got mine at launch but i mean a lot of people didn't because you know all the scalpers and like bots and things like that but it literally is a privilege to have pcs and newer consoles so it was just wild to me there were so many people like yeah it shouldn't have launched on ps4 anyway to begin with and i'm like you you sound really privileged and you sound really snobby trying to defend defend them when it's like the average i'm sorry but the average gamer probably does not have access to a pc or access even to a ps5 right now so for you to sit there and say that they just shouldn't have worried about releasing it on ps4 right now like or at all like yeah. really that's the hill you want to die on so it just reminded well, me of that whole conversation and and also to kind of piggyback off that like they you can't find graphics cards anywhere right now for pcs they they're all like 
completely overpriced because my yeah. husband is trying to build a PC because his died and um we were going to use our stimulus money to help him get it build a PC but there's no graphics cards right like the, the PC none. hardware market is horrible like i know people are having yes. trouble getting like PS5s and Series Xs and stuff it's a million it's so much worse on pc because for graphics uh, cards especially the, yeah yeah gpus particularly because of bitcoin yeah and, it's and, it's and combination NFTs. of the sh same shortages that are affecting the consoles but also bots buying everything up because of you know the all the crypto mining uh craze mm -hmm. picking up again uh it's a, a as well as ho high demand from gamers so like that's another whole issue like um like, I feel so fortunate to have gotten a PS5 simply because, like, you can't get relatively affordable gaming hardware other ways, like, no, if you want you an can. upgrade right now. You can't. You really can't. Listen, mm. even with, even with, like, and, and, like, he said, that's computer hardware in general because it has been, the pandemic, I mean, scalpers were already an issue before you know, the pan pre pandemic, but especially during the pandemic, because listen, it was even bad enough to the point where I'm literally not at this time. I was only affiliated with Logitech. I was not partnered with them yet, but even around, like I was, I had at this point been working with Logitech for gosh, I want to say uh, over a year at this point, but like, I'm like, Hey, um, you know, what about this new webcam? It, yeah. It's on like, I, I literally was on back order and what, what's happening is, yeah, there so, were so many webcams. Yeah, scalpers are getting webcams because they know that people need them for and it's fucked up because it's like people need these for it's not this is not just streamers just trying to get these webcams. These are people that need them for work and children that need them for school. 100%. And you're really going to sit here and take and buy up all these webcams just to flip them because that's what they were you could find them you couldn't find them on these sites but god forbid you go to someplace like ebay or amazon or wherever else people were taking them and, and jacking the prices up and i'm just it was disgusting so it's like literally that this is for all really probably forms of pc hardware including but not limited to webcams and gpus because it's like right now i've been like i upgraded my processor and i got an internal capture card and i would like a new gpu but I'm just holding off on uh, potentially getting a connect in at, you know, one of these like companies because I'm like, otherwise I'm not going to be able to probably get one. Cause I'm not about to pay, um, you know, multiple months of rent to get a new <laughs> GPU. I'm just not going right. to do that. I'm sorry. Like it's, I love gaming, but it's not that serious. I can just boot my switch up and yeah, have exactly. damn near the same experience. You know what I mean? So I'm I mean, like, there's a reason I'm not a PC gamer and uh, you know, I, I just, yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, there, there is something. There is something that uh, somebody just sent to me on on Twitter that you guys have to see because it's hilarious. And I'm going to drop the link to it right here in the Twitch chat. And you guys, you guys have to go to that and look Are at this. Are we going to have to explain it, it for no, the no, the listeners? No, it's just it's it's uh, all it is. It's it speaks for itself. It's it's a mug, and I need the. <laughs> I kind of need this fucking. Oh yeah, now. yeah. I saw, I saw this the other day. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit! Hold on, it's, let me see it. Hold on. Okay, I will explain well, it for hold, the listeners. Well, hold it, on, hold on. Let Katie see it. Let Katie see it. Okay. Let, post it. Post it one more time for me. Uh, it's right. It's like two posts up in the chat. Here it is. Okay, I just posted it okay. again. In the. Uh, I had to no. I had to refresh my thing. Yeah. Hold on. That is that. Um, that's fucking so perfect. It, <laughs> it is. It is a an all black mug. 
that when there is something hot in it, changes to the guy at the very beginning of Skyrim <laughs> saying, uh, hey, you're finally you're awake. You're finally awake. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, rem- I, I love that thing. I saw it the this other This is where they, they used to make that mead with juniper berries. I was sweet on a girl there. Like, did you guys see the, uh, uh, speaking of uh, merchandise, did you guys see the Garrus Vicarian body pillow? That was I did, and I wanted to fucking buy it so bad. Yeah, I did, yeah they, I did. they restocked it today. Holy shit. Fucking, yeah. Oh, it's time, were, Britt. It's time. I know we got to People were. And people then we'll were, do a joint stream, which is us and Garrus. People were so, Brit. If you ever get that body pillow and you don't come on a podcast just holding Garrus the entire time, I'm gonna be very no, no, no. What I'll do is I'll put Garrus in my chair and I'll just move my microphone oh, that's good. and I'll talk yeah, and no, then it'll just good. be Garrus here. That's a really good idea. I did that with Snorlax one time. You did do that, <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you really? Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> with his huge, well, enormous Snorlax uh, beanbag. How big is that thing, Justin? It's big. It's, I mean, fucking, it's, it's like a big beanbag chair. That's the one I think I thought about getting, but I do have a confession um, since Father John, you're here. Yes, my I child. Played, I have not played a Mass Effect game ever. Well, there's a perfect opportunity in May. Well, be- so sorry. <laughs> my so child, sorry. I can tell you that um, you're not missing a whole lot. No. <gasps> okay. First, first off. First. John just got first. excommunicated. <laughs> If you if you enjoy I am Garrus, simply girl, a messenger you of will the Lord. enjoy you will enjoy romancing the shit mm. out of him and and cuddling him in your bed I, and if my go on my child I am simply a messenger of the truth here to preach the gospel <laughs> you have never I I ever, the truth sometimes ever, hurts the no. truth the truth sometimes hurts my child but it is the truth now go in peace John, to love and serve John. the Lord. Hey, can I talk about something before we we close up? Yes, my son. Yes. So, um, before, so today I started on my next review for SDGC. Um, so I have some quick impressions of Outriders, uh, which uh, we were provided a code for review and coverage by Square Enix. So just putting that out there. Thanks, guys. Um, yes. So, um, I originally played the demo when that went up about a month or so ago, and, uh, I'm gonna be honest, I really didn't enjoy the demo. I thought the controls felt really rough. Um, there was a lot of really obtrusive cutscenes, like, it would fade to black and then stay black for a while, and then, like, I'm playing on PS5 where the game runs at 60 FPS, and then the cutscenes were 30. Does it still do the cutscene whenever you jump across a chasm? Uh, I haven't gotten to that a quest that lets me go there yet. Oh, I, I heard about that. Yeah, I, I went to that. I went to that spot, and like, it doesn't let you make that jump unless you have a quest. The quest that goes over. Okay, there. all right, that's interesting. Um, but uh, so yeah, so I wasn't sure, but they actually tweaked a lot of the controls um from feedback uh for the demo. And like now, at least on the PS5 version, I don't know about the PS4 version or any or anything, so I can't weigh in on that. But like now, the transitions in and out, uh, cutscenes are much cleaner. They actually run at 60, um, like the base game does, so it's less jarring jumping between frame rates and stuff. But the core game, and I also chose a different class than I did in the demo. In the demo, I chose the Pyromancer, where you kind of one of their main abilities, like the game's a cover shooter. 
but like one of their main abilities makes them stand up in and then just like send out fire but like it pulls you out of cover every time and you just get shot and stuff i really didn't enjoy the demo i'm playing now as uh the trickster which um has time magic and it's very cool uh like one of the abilities you have a sword that will cut through guys and then they just turn into a skeleton and then explode uh that's how i want to uh, go an, that's how i want you have go. another ability um, <laughs> you have another ability that like it creates this like this um this dome and any bullets that come in get slowed down in time so like there have been times where like 10 15 guys were like unloading on me and i put it down and then it's just like all the bullets flying matrix style in it and any enemies inside of it get slowed down while you move at normal speed um it, it i'm just having a lot more fun with it um i still have a lot of issues with the writing and the art design and stuff um I'll elaborate on that after I've played the full game and stuff when I give, like, more impressions of the review. Awesome. But the core gameplay is is fun. Like, it's a fun... It'll be a fun game for a lot of people to kind of group up with some friends and just shoot some stuff and ignore everything else. Um, Again, I just... So I, I know, I'm, I'm having more fun with it than I expected. That's to. awesome. That's awesome, dude. I, I, I'm looking forward to your uh, to your final thoughts on the game as well. Um. I just want to. I just want to point out that, like, whenever it is my time to go, I just want to turn into a skeleton and to fucking explode. That would be so Dude, badass. The, the the actual like animation is really cool. Like their armor and skin burns away as they turn into a skeleton. That's what I want to have happen explodes. to me. Yeah, and it's good time, it look, good time to take my last sip of coffee. It would be so cool. <laughs> it would be so cool to to just do that. Like I originally. So can I ask you this? Oh no, go ahead. No, 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 Katie. Finish no, I, your, Katie. Your, I guarantee you. No, Carrie, I guarantee you whatever you have to say is far more interesting than what I'm going to talk about. So oh, please. Stop he's it. right. No, no, no. I no, was trying to confirm. <laughs> Brittany's still salty. I was going <laughs> to I was going to ask Justin, um what would you compare cuz I I had been seeing it and like I didn't know a lot about it. So but I I heard it was like a looter shooter and I love, so I was a real big division player, real big division player. And oh, I'm, you'll but like I, this. I, you're like, okay. It's... Cause I'm like debating. Cause I, I can get a code for it, but I'm like, if, if you like, like Divi you know... if you like division, um, I think that's a good frame of reference. It's also, you know, a third person cover based shooter, but you just have a mm -hmm. lot more like fantastic abilities than like the division in like sci-fi setting um and everything but like okay. ga gameplay is very like heavily heavily influenced by like gears of war and stuff it looks and feels and is written like a 360 era game a lot of the times but it's fun um and all okay. it, it is kind of weird though because it's not a game as a service it's a lot more like borderlands where there is just the full campaign that you go through get loot and then they have like challenges within it but it's not like it's not like Division or Destiny that's going to be constantly evolving. Um, who's the so, Who's the developer? Uh, people can fly. Uh, they made Bullet Storm. Uh, oh, I remember Bullet Storm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, doggy. Who's the publisher? Square Enix. Uh, yeah, they and they were the ones that provided us with the code. Nice. So yeah, huh, I might um, have to check it out then. Yeah, the demo I know did really really well for them, and I remember playing 
playing it and being kind of baffled because I had a very negative impression uh, from the demo. Um, but the the final um, the final game has been has been really enjoyable. It's very much a turn your brain off and play kind of game. But like for the people that just want to you know grab a group, blow some stuff up, it it's fun. That's awesome, dude. Okay. That's awesome. Oh look, it's oh look, it's Beignet. Oh, he's like get he's like get me the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> it's actually pronounced Biegnet. Biegnet, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, no, it is not. No, right it's about not. That. It's Biegnet. Finn, Biegnet is Finn. Once you once you drop a dab for Brittany, you know how she loves dabbing. No, there you go. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. So, what a way to! I, I want you to know. Oh, she's gone. <laughs> 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 uh john i want you to know i am uh, now we desperately can... training anna to learn to dab so that when she pops right. up on the show she'll as just a do a little baby as a servant of the lord i i'm sorry but i can't condone that that's too far for me um <laughs> told him to do it we, you told him to do it i'm sorry my child but god was speaking through me his servant on earth um <laughs> Just like my 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 words on Mass Effect are are not that's not my personal opinion. It's oh, simply God. the word of the Lord. Um, but with that, we will go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, Katie, this has been a blast. Thank you so much for joining us. It was of really course. fun. Please come back. Yeah, please come back. Don't. Yeah, I don't. I will come back anytime. You just tell me when, and I'll be there. We what we need to do is we need to do another phasmophobia stream at some point. That was a good time. And not go to the asylum. And not yes. go. Yeah, I. Yeah, who was that um, got stuck in the basement? That was, was that was that you, Katie, who got stuck in the basement? Yeah, like, I had to go get yes. her out. Yeah, that yeah. was Katie. <laughs> Brittany's like, um, fine, I'll go in and get you. And I, I, that was like that 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 basement was fucking nerve wracking. Well, that. like be, John, before we Brit. end, hold on, Finn. I, I I was playing with friends recently and they're new to the game and they wanted to play the asylum really bad and I I was like y'all no and they really wanted to play so we went and played and I was like we're gonna play it once and I guarantee you you're never gonna want to play it again and like 30 minutes in they were like oh this level's awful we're never gonna play it again and I was like thank you I tried to warn it's really bad yeah it's really bad yeah it's such an innovative game but the asylum just sucks Finn, please. I just want to point out that someone in chat said uh, for Brit to bless me, Father, for I have finned. That and, <laughs> and I am living for this now. I will use that phrase unironically. That, that's for the actually rest one of, of my, my really days. good friends, and I don't know if he's one of my really good friends anymore. I, I, seriously. Uh, uh, Chrono Target in chat, you do not know what that post has unleashed on us. Oh. We will never hear the end of it. I have transcended. <laughs> now I can good. see, but see now, now since I'm now since I'm an ordained uh, priest of the uh, priest of the of the podcast, I can <laughs> say, I can say, That's his wife. That's his wife who just said that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, you know what? I think it's brilliant, and and I can now say, I, I can now say, tell me of your fins, my child. Yay. Reveal right. to well, me your fins. All right. So she's gone again. <laughs> all right, Katie. Well, Katie, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's been an absolute delight you have of you course. on. You, thank you for having me. You are a delight. Um, and where can people follow you uh, and find you on Twitch for those who don't know? 
Uh, you can find me anywhere, Twitch, Twitter, any of that. Uh, Pikachu Lita, that's Pikachu, and then L-I-T-A at the end. Same across all platforms. It was a delight being here. And like I said, feel free to invite me whenever, and I will make time for it. Awesome, awesome. And uh, with that, uh, I'm also, by the way, going to finish my devotion stream uh, on Saturday at 8 p.m. I'm really enjoying it. Devotion, of course, being the the game from Red Candle, the developers of uh, Detention, uh, a really, really cool uh, Korean horror game. Uh, of course, this game, uh, Devotion, was uh, banned by the Chinese government, and thus it was removed from Steam and GOG at their uh, at their demand, but they are now selling it directly from their website, and it's extremely atmospheric and extremely good so far. So I will be finishing my stream of that on Saturday right here on twitch.tv slash official SDGC. Uh, and to everybody who joined us, thank you so much for putting up with our bullshit tonight. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We as uh, we, we have a Patreon. You can, uh, you know, whenever we... Uh, Whenever we start getting that to conventions, whenever things start opening back up, uh, that is how you can help us get there and provide uh, lots of gaming coverage for you guys uh, on our YouTube channel. Um, and it's also it's also been how we were able to get these mics yeah. and stuff that we have. It, it helps us a lot with making sure that we have decent equipment, helps us with getting to events and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it, it it does help us out a lot, so that we can actually bring a lot of stuff. I, I just want to make it clear: the the priest outfit that's my money. I, that's not Patreon money. The, the 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 priest the priest outfit is all me. Just one 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 sacrifice I make for this, you know, for the good of this podcast. As you, oh, look look God. look look, Justin, I'm called to serve. Okay, I serve. No. I, I follow a higher. Someone calling stop now. this episode. All right, all right, and with that, everybody, take Wrap care. Take care of each other, <laughs> and remember. Kindness costs nothing. We will see everybody later.